Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Hello and welcome. I'm Aman Mazingo, and this is the Afro Tales Podcast. A show that will explore the folklore, tales, myths, and legends of the African diaspora. So today, we are going back to Jamaica. I know I love going to Jamaica for these Jack Mandora stories. So, we're there. We're talking about royalty and bruh Nancy. You know it's going to be an amazing story. Sit back. Relax and listen to this fabulous story, The Queen's Gold Ring. The Queen's Gold Ring. Not very far from the village where Brother Nancy lived in Africa, there was a neighboring kingdom. The king had grown very old, so the queen had most of the responsibilities. The palace staff resented this, especially the three butlers. Now, the queen owned a beautiful gold ring, which had been given to her by the king on their wedding day. This, the butlers conspired to steal and teach her a lesson. So one day, when she took it off, one of them stole into her bedchamber and snatched it. They then hid it in a safe place outside of the palace wall and waited to see what would happen. The queen became very upset when she realized that her ring was missing and no one could find it, not even her trusted chambermaid. She sent for wise men from all over her kingdom, but still the ring could not be found. At last, in desperation, she dispatched messengers far and wide to all surrounding countries to see if there was someone, some wise magician, who could find her lost gold signet ring. One day, while Brother Nancy and Brother Takama were helping Brother Tiger in the field, they saw a rider approaching. When he got closer, 
and hailed him. They called him over for a drink of spring water and some ticking toe with honey. The grateful rider took no time in telling them of the queen's gold ring and of his errand to find someone wise enough to discover what happened to it. After he had refreshed himself, he thanked the good friends for their hospitality and rode off. Before he left, though, Brad Tukama gave him directions to Brad Dog's house. If any can find it, Brad Dog can, said Brad Tukama. They soon forgot about the incident. Two weeks later, Brother Nancy ran into Brother Dog at Brother Mongo's shop. Brother Dog was speaking in a foreign accent, claiming to have just returned from a journey. Brother Nancy took him aside and asked him if he had gone and found the ring. How you know about that? queried Brother Dog. Because Tukama sent the man to find you. Well, if you must know, a wicked witch turned into a bird and steal the queen's gold ring, continued Bernard. I could smell no trace of it. Bernard became upset. He thought Brother Dog had more sense than that. He did not say anything to him. Next morning, before Brother Rooster had taken off his pajamas, Brother Nancy set off on a long journey without telling anyone where he was going. Three days later, he arrived at the palace of the queen who had lost the gold ring. When Brother Nancy told the guards that he had come to find the queen's missing gold ring, he was escorted immediately into the palace to see her. After looking at him keenly, she informed him that he would be given a day to find the missing ring. And if at the end of the day, the ring was still not found, the guards were instructed to take him outside and hang him. He would also be given three meals during which he could eat all that he wanted. Being at a loss of words, Anansi could only nod his head. The first meal was served by one of the three butlers. He watched Brother Nancy keenly while he ate in silence. And at the end of the meal, while he was leaving the room with the dishes, he thought he heard Nancy say, One gone, two left. The butler mentioned it to his colleagues. At the end of the second meal, which was served by the second butler, Nancy said, two gone, one left. The butler hurried away and told his cohorts. They began to wonder because apart from that, he had said nothing at all since his arrival. The third one peeked through the door. Bernanza saw him and he said, he rushed back to the others and told them, they decided then and there that the funny little Spider-Man with the sharp eyes and boastful manners knew. They started to become afraid and decided to approach him. They went 
and gathered up all the money and jewelry that they had pilfered over the years. They called him aside into another room where they offered him everything if he did not tell the queen what he knew. Brother Nancy gave in with great reluctance after much pleading. He then outlined a plan to them. Later that evening, when the queen sent for him and asked him if he knew what had become of her ring, he replied, Yes, your majesty. He then told her how her gold ring had fallen off her finger while she was feeding her geese. He also took her into the yard and showed her which one had swallowed it. She ordered the servants to catch the goose and kill it. There in his stomach was the gold ring, laughing at him. The queen was so grateful, she gave Brother Nancy many rich gifts and made him an ambassador to her country. And he lived happily ever after. The end. Wow, another Jack Mandora story that I, uh, I'm loving Jack Mandora's stories, uh, if you can't tell <laughs> that I'm liking it. I've done a few now. I think it's like the third or fourth one that I've done. Um, but uh, this story was, was interesting for me. Anansi really didn't know who was behind anything, right? He didn't know who had took the ring or what happened to the ring at all. He just wanted to give his shot at trying to figure it out, especially after Brud Dog had basically showed that he didn't know anything. Um, he didn't even seem like he didn't really try to figure anything out. But with the guilt that the um, butlers, the three butlers were experiencing, they wanted to know how well each person was uh, doing on their investigation, you know. Um, I almost look at Brother Nancy mm, almost like a, an inspector, not, not really inspector gadget, not that clueless, but kind of like just clumsily coming upon the the result, finding the actual um, criminals by accident. He didn't really do it on purpose. He did, It was an accident on how he found out who did it. But it was the guilt of the criminals that um, that made them basically confess, try to figure out a way to get out of this trouble. And and he really didn't turn them in. He did, actually didn't turn them in. He, uh, he, took, he took their money, told them to run, basically, and, you know, um, saved their lives, you know. But... It just goes to show, you know, for some people, when they're when they're when they do wrong to you, when they treat you bad, the guilt will eat at them. You know, the guilt will eat at their souls, and they're constantly looking over their shoulder to see if you knew, if if you figured it out. Um, I'm pretty sure we've all, or most of us, been in a, a similar situation. Where even if we unintentionally did wrong to somebody, we're you know we wonder about that karma kind of thing. You know, wonder will the universe um, bring it 
back upon us. And for some of us, it does. It does happen. You know, I know personally in my life, there's been things that I've done and and people that I've wronged. And I've looked at situations after that and be like, I wonder if that is kind of an atonement for how I treated this last person or what I did to this last person, um, whether intentional or unintentional, you know, with that just the universe saying, no, you don't get away with anything, bro. Um, nothing may got you right then, but this and that, and this and that will happen. So therefore, you know, you'll get, uh, you get your just desserts in the end. So just try to do your best and not do wrong. And definitely don't steal people's gold rings. Don't steal people's jewelry. It was her wedding gift. Her husband gave it to her. Why would you take that one? You know, don't be a criminal. <laughs> don't be a criminal. Um, this was episode 13 and of the first season. Um, I have decided to make seasons happen in this uh, podcast. And uh, this is episode 13 of the first season. We have a few more episodes until this season comes to an end and I can take a quick break to do some more reading and some more research to get you better stories. Um, I thank everyone for listening so far and uh, I want you to keep doing that. Um, There's a few more episodes and uh, I will let you know when the season finale is coming. Um, But thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this story and uh, um, thank you for Thank you for listening to all my stories. Um, you don't have to do it, but you do. So please, you know, keep enjoying it. Share it, you know. Do what you do. And as, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you for your time. You can find us on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. You may also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Afro Tales Podcast, all one word, or on Twitter at Afro Tales Cast. Please share, comment, like, leave a rating so others may find us just as you have. Again, I'm Amon Mazingo. This is Afro Tales Podcast, and until next time, have a great day. <laughs>